Hello, everyone, and we are one night away from Calgary Flames opening up their season at the Saddledome, and I have you covered A to Z on what you need to know ahead of the season. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to or welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Locked On Flames. If you're new here, hi, hello, uh, welcome to the Sea of Red, and I am your only daily Calgary Flames podcast. And make sure that you are subscribed to Locked On Flames wherever you get your podcasts, and we are available on YouTube as well. If it's free, it's for me, so enjoy. Uh, today I figured we could talk about run down some practice notes and what the lines may look like for the season opener ahead of the game against Colorado and of course talk about my predictions for that game. So let's jump right into it. As you have probably heard by now, Jacob Markstrom did miss practice today due to an illness. It, it wasn't specified. There was no... Uh, illness elaboration, if you will. No one said, oh, it's COVID-related, it's non-COVID-related, as far as I saw. So I could be wrong there, but Sutter did say he doesn't know if Markstrom will be available tomorrow because he said, I don't even have one year of medical school. So that is fair, and I think that's how we should assess things from here on out. Um, I I like that, (laughs) but I don't think we need to worry too much about it. I think that, you know... It's just the change of season. He's getting back into his routine. It's like when you're sick as a kid, when you go back to school and you come home with like the plague and you're like, ugh, you just need a day or two to recover. So if you need a silver lining, this this adds to Markstrom's rest and takes away from his workload. You know, we have to find some sort of silver lining here and that's what we're going to pin it as. But In all seriousness, I am wishing Markstrom the best because, um, you know, it is unfortunate to have to miss work or, uh, you know, especially your home opener because you're sick. And I think that I would much rather have um, (laughs) Jacob Markstrom in that tomorrow night against the Colorado Avalanche rather than Dan Vladar, but that is just me. But... Let's take a look at uh, the lines from practice. I would assume this is what they're going to be rolling out tomorrow night. Uh, All things considered. So they have Huberto, Lindholm, and Toffoli on their top line, which we we knew was going to be a thing. And then we have Dubé, Kadri, and Mangiapane. Coleman, Backlund, and Lewis. Lucic, Rooney, and Richie. With Rizicka being the odd man out for the forward group. And then we have Noah Hannafin with uh, Rasmus Anderson, Mackenzie Weger, and Chris Tanev. Nikita Zadorov paired with Michael Stone. And Connor Mackey being the odd man out in the pairings. One thing that I want to talk about <laughs> is Trevor Lewis being a bottom six, or I guess a middle six player, 
what are we doing here? What? I get it. Still early in the season. You don't want to put too much pressure on your forwards or your prospects rather. But I feel like there are much better solutions there in uh, than Trevor Lewis. And to be quite honest, I don't know what he has against um, what kind of blackmail he has against Daryl Sutter. But I think it is time for us to move on from Trevor Lewis. I don't think I will remember his tenure as a flame fondly. But in all seriousness, I do really like the center depth. I do think that having Lindholm and Kadri as your one-two punch is very attractive. It is very strong. You want your best players out there in those high-pressure moments. And I think that that, that, that those two lines will give that to you. Would I swap Coleman and Dubé? Yes. But again, these are practice lines. And we could see something entirely different, but we will more than likely see this being rolled out. I do think that Dubé deserves a chance on that second line, especially if Daryl Sutter is putting him there. There's a reason why. Daryl Sutter isn't just kind of like a plug-and-play kind of guy. He's not just going to be like, okay, like I, I need a guy here. Put him there. Like He's actually filling out a roster that is competitive and, you know, there's a reason behind his options. And I am truly, truly, truly looking forward to watching this, um, these defensive pairings. I think that it's great to see Chris Tanev back. It is great to see uh, Michael Stone playing. I love, (laughs) I absolutely love Noah Hannafin and Rasmus Anderson together. I think that this is going to be a great um, pairing. I'm I'm interested to see when Oliver Shillington comes back, where they put him. Because I don't think that it makes sense to move Hannafin to the third pairing or Weger to the third pairing. I think, like, you have to get creative. And, you know, do you – I would probably put Zadorov and Shillington on the same pair – But again, that is a problem for another day. And it looks like this is what we're going to have going forward for the time being. But something else to note, the Flames have lost 12 straight home openers, or season openers, rather. So, you know, the odds are are against their favors tomorrow night in terms of Winning, but who cares? Again, it's not the playoffs. You know, one loss isn't going to deter you from, you know, eliminate you already. Two points. Yes, every point matters, but I think we'll be okay. But coming up next, I'm going to talk about um, an article, New Season, New Team, posted by the Calgary Flames' uh, Ryan Dittrich. And uh, we're going to talk about that, and we're going to go over that. But first, I want to talk to you about Simply Safe. The numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million people have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. You don't earn the earn you don't earn the trust of that many people without doing something right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. They protect you with cutting-edge security technology powered by 24/7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. 
With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch the police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Customize the perfect system today in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com forward slash locked on NHL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. There's no place like Simply Safe. Thank you all for tuning into Locked on Flames. This is my fourth season with y'all and I'm so excited and I'm so happy to be here. Make sure that you're subscribed and um, following Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts and this is going to be a great season, I can tell. And I I chose this article to go over because I do think it's important to, you know, get some quotes from the players and the team, the coaches, and hear their perspective. So let's jump into it. It's easy to look too far ahead, to ponder your spot in the playoffs, and then imagine the pain, the toll, the triumph of climbing the mountain all over again. As the old saying goes, one day starts with day one. And there's no better test than a battle of wills against the defending (laughs) cup champs to kick off the journey on Thursday. What gets overlooked always is how hard it is to make the playoffs, said head coach Daryl Sutter. The league, the league's changed a lot. It's changed a lot because there's not a separation. It's a fine line. That is so true, Daryl. You know, I think back to the shortened season about how it was like the Flames in Montreal just kind of going back and forth about uh, who who wasn't going to make the playoffs. It was like the Flames were just giving it to Montreal, saying, please, like, I don't want to take the play. I don't want to make the playoffs. And then the Canadians would give it back and say, no, 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 I insist. And that's a fine line we're walking here. And you see that even in the... Uh, regular seasons now too, like the 82 game seasons. If you're looking ahead at being a playoff team, you're not going to make the playoffs. Very clearly, you have to set yourself up to make the playoffs. You you break your schedule out and stay in it. That's fair. You know, I think you really do have to truly take it one day at a time, one game at a time, one road trip at a time, and just live in the moment. Uh, That was the process that helped the Flames to their second best season in franchise history last year. 50 wins, 111 points, their second division crown in the past four years. All of it impressive. But Sutter is bang on. There's no time to ease up and rest on your laurels. The the margin between the haves and have-nots last year was razor thin, with the Vegas Golden Knights in their 43 wins missing out on the dance altogether. Eight others in the West, Calgary included, did better. One week in either direction, good or bad, can make all of the difference in the course of an eight, of 82 games. Hence, the goal remains unchanged. As good a season as the Flames had last year, there's no guarantees in this league. You're right. They have to earn their spot, just like everyone else. Even the champs. The Avalanche open their season on Wednesday at home to the Chicago Blackhawks where they when they will raise their banner 
their championship banner to the rafters at Ball Arena. With Nathan McKinnon, Kale McCarr, and co. leading the charge, the Avs are the odds-on favorite to win the Central Division and should prove to be another tough out when the playoffs get going later in the spring. All right. And then I'm going to skip the next paragraph because it doesn't really matter. It's important to not get too far ahead of ourselves, said Jacob Markstrom, whose .922 save percentage and 2.22 goals against average made him a Vesna Trophy finalist last year. It's easier said than done because, like you said, when the season starts, because you want the season to start. We've been waiting a long time, pretty much the, since the day after it ended last year. You want to get a, get back. You want to get back it and you want to get back at it and you feel like you've got more to give okay sorry there was a typo there it's a long summer and a long process to get the body where it should be for the first start of the season now we're a few days out it's just small details in my game and overall getting everybody on the same page and pushing in the same direction is going to be really important off the start here which is very true I think like you know there's obviously going to be players and situations where like it's evident that they're coming off of an off season the season is just starting but you need to get those work those kinks out early and not let them become a habit The Flames had a very busy week at practice, using the first two days to focus predominantly on special teams. The Jonathan Huberdeau-led number one power play unit has gotten plenty of reps in and looks as good as it has at any point in training camp. That's great, but can it go out there and compete against another team? Because we've seen this power play fall short how many times now? Just, Just in the preseason, okay? Just in the preseason. There's also been an emphasis on battle drills with the players getting up close and personal with each other in the corners and ratcheting up the intensity <laughs> even further. Okay. I remember always like going to my brother's football drills and like camps and stuff and they used to like growl at each other. And I'm sorry, I could not take myself seriously if I had to go growl and like get in someone's face. Anyways, It looks like a team that's ready to come out swinging and hopefully live up to the hype. Yes, of course, because this is a situation where um, I think the expectations are high. (laughs) The pressure, I don't listen to a lot of people around the league, Markstrom said. Obviously, it was disappointing the way it ended last year. But as disappointed as the fans and supporters of the club were, there was no one more disappointed than me after the Edmonton round. But it is what it is. It happened. You've got to move on and you can't let it af- can't let it affect or control what happened in the past. You've got to move on from it. It's a new season and a new team for us. I want to fall out of my chair because this is the second year in a row where Jacob Markstrom has had some sort of comment like this about, you know, like if you're um not mad about like he basically was like rip about missing the playoffs and like you're not on the right team and then this is this quote right here with him saying there was no no one more disappointed than me um I think that shows you to the level that he holds himself to and I like that I 
like a leader like that. And yes, I know goalies goalies aren't named captain because they don't communicate with the team throughout the whole game. I would name Jacob Markstrom a captain in three seconds flat if I were running this team. But again, that's just me. Um, You know, I think it is a very good thing to remember that it is a new team. It is a new year. We got Blasty back. Michael Stone's back. Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weger. And Nazem Kadri are here for like the next decade, like combined, basically. It's going to be a good season. And just because you don't start off, you know, hot and like ready to go, um, that doesn't mean anything one day at a time. You know, you want to win them all, but you can't. That's not how this works. But it's good to get the ugliness out of the way early and a great way to just shake off the dust. And it's great that they're not doing this against division rivals. Love to see it. Coming up next, I'm going to uh, break down some predictions for um, the game. I would love to chat more with you, so make sure you stick around for that. Hello, and thank you again for tuning in to Locked on Flames. You can follow me on Twitter, at JustBelmosto. Of course, I would love to see the Flames come out with a win. I think that that is very obvious here. And I just, I, I absolutely hate losing. I think that, um, you know, that is something that is unfortunate that does happen in this game, in this, um, in sports. But again, it is only the regular <laughs> First game of the regular season, and I'm scrolling right now to find the opening day roster here because we deserve that. And um, Gabe Landeskog is out right now because I, he, I believe he had surgery. So, you know, it's something to note that this team did see a lot of changes this offseason. And it is absolutely something that um, you're going to see how this team went from a very deep roster to, oh, this is what they're rolling out with. So um, Lekkanen, McKinnon, and uh, Rantanen are your top line. And then you have Nishkinen, Newhook, and Evan Rodriguez as your second line. Cogliano, Comfort, and O'Connor as your third line. Anton Bleed, Sedlak, and Myers as your fourth. That doesn't seem that deep of a team anymore, especially with McKinnon out. You know, you do look at their list of injuries, but that's their only notable injury, I would say. And they lost Darcy Kemper, obviously, to Washington. In the offseason, they lost Nazem Kadri, also in free agency. And no disrespect to Alex Newhook, but you are not replacing Nazem Kadri with Alex Newhook. And I just, I would personally put JT Comfer over Newhook as your second line center. But again, that's just me. So I do think that it's going, it is also a very odd situation that the, Avalanche are starting their season 
with a back-to-back. So they are in Colorado tonight, and then they fly up to Calgary after the game, and it's the second half of a back-to-back for them on top of a cup hangover. So we'll see if any of this works out in the Flames' favor. (laughs) But both teams here are shifting with new players, and Again, I will, hold on, I will, uh, if you're watching on YouTube, I will share my screen with you. So that way you can see, this is from Daily Faceoff, and, oops, let me move that, there we go. So, you know, you look at this team, and I don't think that it looks as um, competitive as it did last year. I love Anton Bleed, I thought, I'm gonna get so much crap for this, um, I thought he was great in Boston. I was disappointed to see him go in free agency to Colorado, but I think that he is going to be a great addition to this team and a great depth player. Andrew Cogliano had a good um, playoff run last year. I think that'll be good for him. Evan Rodriguez, I think, is going to be a good fit here, but I just, I don't like this second line because I don't think it's a true second line. And I'm sorry, Alex Newhook. Again, this is nothing personal. It is just, <laughs> it's just me talking here. Um, I, I think that the Flames have a better and deeper team. And that is something that I actually talked about with Brett today on Locked on NHL. So if you're interested, go check that episode out. And the Flames have stronger goaltending. That's no secret. You know, like I said, they lost Darcy Kemper in the... Uh, off season, and they brought in Alexander Gorgiev, and they have uh, Francis Francus uh, as well, who was with them on their Stanley Cup run. But you basically have two backup goaltenders, and we have seen what that does for the Calgary Flames. And I don't even want to go back down there because that was my first season covering the team, and that was not a fun time. But I do think that the Flames could win. Um, Obviously, the odds are kind of against them based on their own track record versus being, you know, playing the Stanley Cup champions. But it is the second half of a back-to-back for the Avs, which, again, I can't get over that that's how they're starting their season or how anyone is starting their season. Odd. But I would like to say that the Flames win 3-2. to No overtime needed. Uh, it'd be a great way to kick off the season, and I look forward to seeing Nazem Kadri play against his old team. And we should all be excited to watch Kale McCarr. But that is all that I have for you today here at Locked On Flames. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, I'm Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for supporting the show, supporting the entity that is Locked On podcast network and i will see you all tomorrow for some pre-game talk bye